This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio. Boomer Assizing, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Monday morning. The New York Giants are moving on to the divisional round to take on the Philadelphia Eagles after beating the Minnesota Vikings yesterday in Minneapolis. This is another horrible reference point in my sports fandom. A game, a moment, a day that will haunt me forever. This is what I was trying to say leading up to the game. Then I lost it and said, I'm going with my team. But this is what happens with the Minnesota Vikings when they've got loser in their DNA. That's what they have, is loser in their DNA. The Giants do not. The Giants find a way to win these big games. The Vikings find a way to lose these big games. And everything I said about Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, this team this year, last year, the previous year, is now falling on my head. About a hundred tons of just giant crap falling right in front of me this morning. And I deserve every bit of it. I deserve every bit of it this morning. And I can't tell you how pissed off I was yesterday at the end of this game. So here it is, Giants fans. You got it. You deserved it. Your team won. You beat my gutless team. And here I am to get just absolutely filleted, roasted. I'm a rotisserie chicken today is what I am. And I'm here for you all the way until 10 o'clock. And when it hits 10 o'clock, I'm going to be happier than ever that this show is over. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? A hell of a lot better than you are, I can tell you that. And uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry for you. I feel bad for you. I did not want to text you last night. You know I didn't. I texted you a little bit early. Yeah. But I didn't want to get into it in the second half because I knew that uh, things were getting a little rough uh, around the edges for you. And I have to say that you spoke this game into existence almost to a T. I mean, literally everything that you had spoken about for four days Three hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. You spoke into existence. Mm -hmm. You said that there were going to be second and shorts. You said that Daniel Jones was going to be running, making first downs. Yeah. You said that Saquon Barkley was going to be catching the ball out of the backfield. And you said that your defense stinks. Mm -hmm. And you want to know something? 
it all came true, man. Yeah. Everything that you said yeah. last week from Monday morning when we got here and it was obviously decided that six was going to three. Yeah. And it was the Giants at the Vikings that you spoke from Monday morning until literally 9.50 on Friday about everything that happened in this game. Yeah, I mean, I truly believe, I know this sounds crazy, but I, I truly believe that somehow the world of the Minnesota Vikings revolves around me. I've gotten to that point now. I, I, I there's, there's a bunch of people, there's like Ziggy Wilf, the owner, and Mark Wilf, his son, and all the players, and all the coaches, and all the fans out there, but somehow I am the center of the universe. Well, and right, here had, you are. And this had to happen. It right. had to. It had to. It had to be the team that I have trashed for years to go in there and beat the crap out of my team. It was, well, it was close for a while, but still, I mean, they really soundly beat them. They earned the win. It was without a doubt, without a question, with the two guys that I've been killing more than any two players in town. It had to be my team. It had to be them. It had to be Daniel Jones' best game. He was historic yesterday <laughs> with the pass yards and the rushing yards. Historic! I mean, think about it. I mean, and I just, when I'm sitting there watching the defensive coordinator, and don't take this wrong, Giants, because I give you all the credit. I'm not just, I'm not just blame. I'm not saying that it was the Vikings who lost. The Giants won the game. But the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings, this dusty-ass balloon head, Ed Donatel, hasn't made a single goddamn adjustment the entire season. Every goddamn week, it's the same crap. Where there's guys running wide open in the middle of the field. I haven't seen guys that wide open since the freaking the, the greatest show on turf in 1999. And they don't do anything about it. And the game should have been over before that when Darius Slayton ended up dropping the ball because he would have gone for a first down at that point if he didn't drop it. And the game would have been over at that point. The Vikings should have never even gotten the ball back. How in the world, with your season on the line, do you have a guy that wide open in the middle of the field? Send some people. Switch to man coverage. Blitz. Do something. Letting Daniel Jones run around the whole freaking time. It's just unbelievable. I'm getting rid of this thing now. Okay. God damn it. Okay. Let it out. Just let it out. Just let it out. I, it's not going right. to work. I can ask you a question uh, about yesterday as the game is going on. I'm assuming, you know, are you watching this game by yourself? No, and that was a big problem. Well, was why was that problem. a big problem? Well, because I'm a t anybody who, who is a crazy sports fan, and by the way, I just, I, I, can't, I don't know if I could do this. I, I don't know if I could do this anymore. I don't know if I can do this anymore, being this emotional about something that I have no control over. I mean, I feel. I mean, it's I have part to, of the fun. It's, but it's not anymore. When you root for the teams I root for, it's not fun anymore. Just not. It's not. I've wasted too much time. I've I've just I, there's there's been too much negative moments because of these teams, and there's nothing. I, I mean, I just I mean, I tweeted out last night: hundred and one win baseball team, horrible ending to the season. Thirteen win football team, the worst possible scenario I could dream up. It's the worst one. I couldn't. I mean, I, I yeah, couldn't. But you didn't have to dream. You spoke it into existence. So anyway, yeah. So of course, you know, there's people who want to be with me to watch the game. They want to be into it. Which is, I guess, nice. But I keep telling them, you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to be around? All right, so who are the people that come to watch this game with you? All right, so obviously there's, you know, Gina and my two daughters are there. And 
The two daughters have no idea what's going on. You know, why is daddy having a conniption fit? It's basically what they're what they're saying. So then uh, mother-in-law wants to come over. It's a Sunday. She's over. Then my best friend I've been friends with since I was five years old. <clears throat> coming over today to watch the game. I bet on the Vikings. I'm with you. I'm coming over to watch the game. All right. You sure? You sure you want to do this? <laughs> and then my mother, who I made a Vikings fan, who I've sat with at Mets games throughout my life through the toughest losses of all time, she goes, I want to watch the game with you. Oh, boy. So I'm like, are you sure? You sure you want this? Yeah, I do. I want to watch the game with this. So she goes against my old Dante Culpepper replica jersey. She puts it on. She comes over. And it just makes it worse when things go south. So there was, I was trying to keep it together for the longest time I was. Now, our yeah, buddy, no, 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 uh, no frozen lasagna or anything. No frozen lasagna. So okay, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to keep it together as, as best I can. So Lee Einsidler, our good friend from Casamigos, he sends me a text and he goes, and you'll see where I'm going with watching a game with people. All right. So he sends me a text. He goes, you got enough Casamigos in the house. <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, I've got enough Casamigos to kill myself when the Vikings lose. <laughs> So he goes, good, good, because <laughs> okay, tacos are on the way. Tacos. I said, okay, great. $250 worth of tacos show up at the door. Unbelievable how generous this guy is. Right, right. right. So now everybody that's coming over gets to enjoy these tacos. Right. So third quarter. It's another distraction. Thir- it is. Third quarter. <laughs> My friend's digging in the bag of chips. He's got a you know, paper bag from a Mexican place, the chips, right? And he's eating the chips. My mother is next to me eating one of these tacos. She goes, wow, this taco is good. And I said, good, I'm glad you're enjoying it. She goes, where is this from? And I said, I forget the name of the place. Oh, I'd really like to know where this is from. Uh, it's on the bag that Eric's eating. It's, it's on the bag, right? So, like, now I'm just, like, I'm getting a little more annoyed, like 10%. Because you're trying to watch the game. Right, you're talking about chips and tacos and everything so else. So, my friend turns around the bag. He goes, goes, Bright Coast Taqueria. And my mom goes, I got to remember that. Bright Coast Taqueria. And he goes, no, 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 no. White Coast Taqueria. No, Right Coast Taqueria. And she goes, oh. All right, I'll, cha- I'll write that down. White Coast Taqueria. <laughs> So as this goes on, the blood pressure goes up, up, and up, and I go, just show her the effing bag! Turn around the bag and let her read it off the bag! Ooh, tacos. For God's sakes! And then, Saquon Barkley gets the ball. There isn't a Viking to be seen around this guy. I was thinking maybe they put the magnets in the helmets that that guy said. Because there's people repelling away from him. Like he's a leper. So as he's running down the sideline, right, goes into the end zone for a touchdown, this is when my mother-in-law feels the need to turn to me and go, wow, the Giants really got good this year. Not the time, Louise! Not the time! Your best friend all in the mix. Sitting there watching me melt down. Oh, my goodness. Watching me melt down. And then, you know, one of your buddies, Uh-oh. who I really like, actually starts a text message during the middle of the game while the Vikings defense is getting filleted. And he sends me a text message. He goes, hey, G, don't want to bother you, but... 
<laughs> what? But I'm still sending you a text message. <laughs> Thought you didn't want to bother me. <laughs> oh man, that's why I, I that's why I wasn't sending you any text messages. I was trying to leave you alone. <laughs> I mean, I just and I know I I, I felt like after this game was over. And I saw how this game was unfolding, and I'm telling you, you were so spot on, it wasn't even funny about how this game was going to be played out. Right, so, like, this is the, if if you want the, the true feel of how everything went down, right? So, I, when three weeks ago, when I thought this was a possibility, at that moment, I felt like they were going to lose the game. And everything I was saying to you, I believe, but as the week went on, I got so angry because the Viking fan in me was just getting so annoyed that everybody was picking the Giants, right? Just yeah. so annoyed. So I was like, I can't, I can't just end this week without supporting my team. I can't. So then, of course, I end up picking them. I go nuts on Friday. But yet everything I said leading up to that is it came true. And it's just... It's just what my destiny was supposed to be. It, it, it really was. And I, and I just, and I, I, there's probably nothing I can say to the Giants fan today that's going to satisfy them. I will try, but I've got the ultimate respect for your head coach. I've got the ultimate respect for Daniel Jones. That's now. true. That's true. I got the ultimate respect for Saquon Barkley. Your team is better than my team. You beat us in our building in a playoff game. And honestly, I wish all those years ago. I really do mean this, and I'm not trying to placate you. I'm not trying to, 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 to butter you up today because I'm going to hear it and I deserve it. But I wish all those years ago I had made a different decision and then I was a Giants fan because my life would be so much better. Well, I'd have 2007. I'd have 2011. I'd have these moments. My outlook on life would be different if I had decided to root for that team, and I didn't. And I picked not a team that just down every year and sucks and goes three and 14 or wins four games or is always at the top of the draft. I picked the team that wins and gets you excited and then kicks you right in the nuts at the worst time. And you said it, your team, they've got some of the most exciting wins in their history, if you think about this, this, and this. But they've got more of the worst losses and heartbreaking losses than any other team. By I'm the sorry, way, they by, do. By the way, it was a one-score game. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, there were, there which were 11, is another thing I said, there which were, I said, they, will, they were 11-0 in one-score games. Yes. And this will be, it'll be very much Vikings for them to lose the one-score game in the playoff to the Giants. Now, by the way, so just to put the Giants thing in perspective and how surprising it was to, to see them score as many points as they did. You know, the last time, or, or I should say this, in the last 46 games, how many times have the Giants scored more than 30 points? In the last 46 I games. mean, I would probably say twice, three times. Twice, and it has happened two of the last three weeks. Yeah, right. Yep. So that and is man. how good, but by the way, but by the way, you know, in all honesty, and we have, we have talked about this for I don't know how long now, and it's probably been since week one, I would say week one in Tennessee, Brian Dayball has unlocked Daniel Jones. He has unlocked him into being a dual-threat quarterback that I have not seen him throw the ball that well. 
I mean, the last, the last four or five games, he's, he's thrown the ball really well. But yesterday, he was, he was money. I mean, he was accurate. And his running was on display, as you, as you pointed out very well last week, that this is exactly what you expected to see. And Daniel Jones is going to get a big payday. Yes, absolutely, and he's earned it, and uh, that's something that I remember. I didn't believe it. I was sort of laughing when we were talking about it internally, but something we said to him at training camp that, you know, if this year goes the way you want it to be, that you'll be taking a helicopter to this interview next year, and we were talking about all the money that could be made, and I was thinking, there's no way in hell that's going to happen, and it did. It absolutely did. I I don't think that there's been a player that I have been so negative about that has dunked on me worse than Daniel Jones in my I mean, history, it history of being a sports fan. How about, how about history of being a sports fan? How about fan. Edwin Diaz's first year? Yeah, no, it was really bad, but um, yes, that was that was awful, but it's not I like... we all got dunked on that one. Yeah, sure, ab- absolutely, but like I rooted for that team, so I wanted him to do well. I'm not a Giants fan, so it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. if I was a Giants fan, I'd be I'd probably thinking, hey, maybe he could turn it around. Maybe he could do this. But not being a Giants fan was was just a, it's a totally different situation. But, yeah, I mean, this is this is as bad as it gets. But, I mean, on the other hand, for all the, the Giants fans that are listening, you got another spectacular moment. You got, and by the way, you talk about coaching, and, and I know that the player made the mistake, but still... This game, would have, everything, the defense was terrible for the Vikings. Absolutely nuts, and I, I could go on and on about that. But there was a key moment that both teams were in the exact same situation. One got it done, one didn't. Fourth quarter, fourth and inches, Vikings in the Giants' red zone, and what happens? Full start. There you go. Move it back. Six yards, have to kick and a field goal. <clears throat> that was your left tackle. Garrisaw, and you know that that should never happen at home, where it's really loud for the other team, right? But not loud for your team. Exactly. And you have the experienced quarterback. That should never happen. So there you go. So then, instead of taking the lead at that point, potentially scoring a touchdown, they end up having to kick the field goal. Okay, next drive. Guess what we got? We got a fourth and inches for the Giants in the Vikings red zone. They convert. They end up scoring a touchdown on the drive. You know, I actually felt really good for Darius Slayton after the Giants won. Because that poor young man, I'll tell you, all he's done is kept his mouth shut, gone about his business, isn't any any sort of diva, does basically whatever they ask him to do. Um, They've been trying to replace him, trying to replace him. And for some reason, he and Daniel Jones certainly have some sort of connection on the field. Oh, without a doubt. And he drops that pass. I mean, I felt sick for him. And, you know, that was the Brian Dayball on the sideline that was talking to Darius Slayton the way that he should have been talking to Darius Slayton. It's okay, man. Don't worry about it. We'll get it for you. We'll get it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. As opposed to screaming and yelling at everybody like he was normally. But, um, yeah, this is like an old school, feels like a Bill Parcells coach team. And they're playing like it. And their quarterback, you know, obviously played his, you have to, you have to say this is his best game ever. Because of uh, the fact that he didn't have any turnovers. Uh, He had the 17 uh, rushes for, what, 78 yards or whatever it was. Over 300 yards passing. And basically was a dual-threat quarterback and made all the right decisions in the passing game. That's right. Best game ever. You know, by the way, you know, the interesting thing about all this, I knew that Kirk Cousins got hit a lot yesterday. Yeah. He didn't get sacked once. I know. I really thought that that was one thing I was wrong about. I really thought that that Giants pass rush would uh, be all over him. So that didn't well, happen. Well, he got hit a lot, man. He did get hit he a lot. He got hit a lot, but I'm talking about getting, you know, sacks and then the Vikings are in second 22 and stuff like that. You know, and, and the 
the, the final play, which is something that a lot of people were talking about, I, I'm not as infuriated by that because they lost the game so many times over. Now, of course, it's obvious. you got to throw the ball eight yards or more on a fourth and eight with your season on the line and you have no timeouts with a minute something to go. But, like... <laughs> By the way, that was a very good tackle by Xavier McKinney. It was, and and Dexter Lawrence is in his face. And by the other, oh, those two guys, they were drafted by Dave Gettleman. That's right. You know, this whole thing is kind of like, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking that Dave Gettleman is probably sitting there watching this game. And watching all of these players that he brought in here have this impact where he missed. And uh, it's not really him. And, and people have to understand this outside of these buildings in the NFL. Uh, you could talk to anybody who's going through these interview processes uh, for for coaching. Uh, they'll tell you that the guy that ultimately makes the decision as to who to hire is the owner. That's who makes that sure. ownership makes the decision as to hire who who they want as a head coach. The GM just sets up the meetings. The GM sits in on the meetings and then consults with the owner. But the owner is the guy that makes the decision. So we could sit here and say Dave Gettleman got the coaches wrong. I was wrong about that because. You know, I, I've been speaking to people that are going through this process right now. I've spoken to people that have gone through the process. And every single one of these people say the, the coach hire is on the owner. That's who that is on. The players are on the general manager. And now all of a sudden, you look at some of these players that are here. You, you know, people bitching and complaining about Daniel Jones. I mean, not Daniel Jones, uh, Dave Gettleman. I, I think he should stand up and take a bow watching some of these players turn out to be the players that they are now. Yeah, if they had hired Brian Dayball before Joe Judge, if that had happened, Dave Gettleman would still be here. How about if uh, the L.A. Chargers would have hired Brian Dayball? That guy, I knew. I mean, let's. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about that guy all year, about how much of a donkey he is, and it showed you in the biggest spot. All right, uh, I'm here for you, Giants fans, to be a punching bag. That's what today is going to be about. As you have your day, your celebration, as you should. And then as the week goes on, you turn your eyes to Philadelphia, which should be just an amazing and fun football game for all for all Giants fans. Because, hell, you're in the divisional round and no one thought you'd make the playoffs and you're, and you're facing a huge division rival. But today's about beating the Vikings and uh, we'll hear about it all day. And we'll have Jerry Recco coming in to join us next with his first updates. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 